episode, October 21st, day has not changed, and uh, we're just going to run down a bunch of NFL news, you know, we're already week seven, it's kind of hard to even picture that in our heads, like, you know, it feels like it's honestly like a week three season, maybe just started. Like, it's only 11 weeks left. Literally, only 11 weeks left, like, it's fucking coming around the corner, it feels like the year's about to end, and we're going to get close to a fucking, who's going to be in the playoffs, but no, it's only week seven. We obviously know a bunch of the teams that are doing well, a bunch of teams that are doing bad. And uh, yeah, man, let's just jump right into week seven matchups. What do you think are going to be some of the craziest matchups for this week? So I'm going with two big matchups. The first one's pretty obvious. Miami versus Philly, Sunday night game. On my list. Big offenses, you know, big players, big drama, right? (laughs) So those two are going to go up. And then I think the game that means a lot just as far as you know, trying to prove yourself as a team is going to be Lions versus Ravens. That's a playoff game right so there. So, <laughs> I, I we'll, we'll start off with that one. The reason I say that is Lions, right? They haven't beaten... They've beaten teams yeah. pretty good, like teams are supposed to beat. But now it's uh, Jared Goff on the road where he doesn't do as well. Yeah. Playing against an elite Raider... Uh, what is defense, it? Ravens man. defense. Fuck yeah. But then on the other side, too... Ravens had some uh, rough games the last few weeks. They won. I mean, they yep. won field goal with field goals against Tennessee. They yep. blew the game against the Steelers. Yeah, <laughs> and they're you know that division looks pretty tough on their end too. Yeah. A little bit easier for the Lions, but with uh, what is it, Philly and uh, San Francisco losing last week, and both of those guys having some injury issues and you know good matchups this week, Lions beat the Ravens. Fuck. They're good chance to be number one in the NFC right now. Yeah. Number one in the NFL. No, man. Yeah, number one. Number uh, yeah, one. number one in the NFL number too. Number one in the yeah. NFL with this win, and I think, yeah, you're right. Like I think both sides, it, the offenses might be shaky just because you have golf coming in on the road. You got uh, whatever is going on in Baltimore right now <laughs> with that offense and people dropping passes. Oh, so many drops. But man. I think defenses, yeah, you touched on it, and both defenses I think are like obviously Ravens have always been like. A stout defense. They always know what to do. Harbaugh knows what the fuck to call back there with the, his defensive coordinator. And I think, uh, what is it called? Uh, the Lions have just kind of like turned their uh, defense around too. Like you've seen, uh, who's that guy with the long hair that's always there too? Long blonde hair. For Anzalone? Lions. No. He's they... opposite of Hutchinson. I can't oh, think of the He's guy. super good too. So it's Hutchinson, obviously he's fucking just one yeah, of the scariest I, guys he's like an aaron donald of this season right now <laughs> jaguars imagine the jaguars right now at five and two and if they had aiden hutchinson on that defense fucking huge fuck up huge man. fuck up and huge this guy was up, from dude. like and you know huge for detroit the guy played at uh, i think i want to say i don't know if he's from detroit or if he played for uh, a, a detroit-based uh, college i think he played for a detroit something based... definitely helped with his confidence man that definitely played for us <laughs> he played for university of michigan that and then sense. now on top of that he ends up playing for the detroit lions on top of that yeah and they're doing really well fuck so elite pass rusher man this is gonna be a good matchup for both teams both teams have something to prove yeah you know both teams need the game it's not like you know either can afford really a loss at this point yeah so for I mean, Miami and Philly, though, like, do you think it's going to be... I know they have, like, good offenses, and we've seen, obviously, like, Philly's offense get kind of rocked. Miami just has that offense. Do you think it's going to be more defensive game, or it's going to be a shootout? Well, it depends. <laughs> I got to... You know what? I got to do a little bit more digging into that. I want to see what the weather's like. You know, I think the game's in Philadelphia as well, True. so who knows what the weather's going to be like, if it's raining, that kind of things, which can naturally help out the defenses anyways. But, you know, both teams can run the ball, too. It's not like they're just pure passing teams, too. Like, obviously, we've seen what Miami and Philly can both do. I think it's going to come down to 
whoever can get more pressure. On, yeah. We've seen it when Tua gets pressured. He's not able to step under the pocket and yeah. get those deep throws, those yeah. deep developing passes to Tua. And... You know Kurt, what? Same and thing Hurts there. has been a little shaky the last couple. Yeah. When jo- Lane Johnson went out with an ankle injury, yeah. right? They started getting the passes that he like. They just lost to the Jets, man. One yeah. of the the turnover late in the game. Like all you had to do was throw the ball away. That's they would have punted the ball. Instead, he throws the perfect pass to the other team. No, I think yeah, I think he's. I think teams are finally getting a little bit more film review too. They're getting to sit there. Yeah, yeah, get another one. Film review, I think, is a big thing right now too. Like. You're getting to see a little bit more of what Jalen Hurts is doing, trying to keep them away from, uh, you know, getting to that one-yard play so that they do that tush-push or that, oh, that tush brotherly push. love push on, you know what they want to call it. But I think a lot of teams are making sure that they're not getting those open open field runs and he's running in there and getting to those kind of yardages because that's what's affected most of these teams the most is when they get those first downs on those Mm-hmm. You know, 100%. third or fourth and ones, and these guys just keep going for it on those. Those have been really big plays in keeping that offense on the field. And so, not other teams can replicate the touch push too. Yeah, right? or the brotherly or the ones that fuck or it whatever up. Whatever you want to call the or the ones that want. fuck it up. Uh, who was it against uh, the Seahawks? Were trying to push that one. Uh, was it Detroit or somebody? They tried to do it when early in the season, and they got two guys injured right off the touch push play. KC's obviously had that big injury of Mahomes getting injured when yeah, they tried yeah. it in the past. So I think the injuries are 100% there. It's it's a pretty weird play because it's but a it good works, play. Though. But, but it, it is also, there is some danger to it because the defense can't do it. No, but at the same time, like, I think people are just pissed because it's so successful. If the tush push was only successful, like, 70% of the time, they wouldn't be as mad about it. Mm-hmm. But because it's, got, like, but, every, but you're just saying other teams haven't been able to replicate the same success. Yeah. It's only literally Philadelphia that's had... Yeah. The play, and they've been able to run it. I think it's like ninety percent of the time. But yeah. you know what, Brady, when he did a quarterback sneak, he was like ninety-five percent, and yeah. he would get fourth down. So yeah. how come they didn't ban quarterback sneaks? Yeah. But it's not crazy every quarterback can never, do it, though. Even when he would do it, they would never do the push on him. No, he would just like somehow like but get some, his hands to and get that first. But some down. quarterbacks crazy. are better yeah. at like the short plays than other quarterbacks, yeah. right? They know how to hit the gap. They know when to time it. Yeah. Right? So Brady had all these, uh, uh, what is it, uh, sneaks on fourth and short. Yeah. They would be successful all the time. I think that's where the Jets exposed Philly is not letting them get to those uh, one-yard plays. They Huge. kept them. They just kept them back. They'd either sack him, keep him at the line. Right when you see him pushing from that back and getting to the fucking uh, the line of play there, get to him there. Even if he maybe goes a yard two past, at least he's not getting eight, nine, and getting closer and closer to that one yard. They were able to live in his running game. And that's a huge... Like, when you think of Jalen Hurts, he's not like he's going to be a pure pocket passer, right? That's not his main goal. When he can be a little bit more mobile, run some RPOs, get those runs on top of being able to throw the ball, and then you got the threat of both of them, that's when his ability to play... He's not at a point in his career yet where he can just go back and do a three-step drop, get the ball out, and run the offense, right? Yeah, 100%. He's still not at... So, it's going to be interesting because Miami's defense has been up and down all year, right? So, what kind of version... Like, Jalen Ramsey's back practicing, but he's not going to be back for another couple weeks still, right? So, once he's back, he's going to take some time to acclimate himself to the game, right? To see how good he is when he starts off, too. But, right now, I don't see, like... AJ, like, I think uh, Devontae Smith's got an injury, but no one's been able to stop AJ Brown the last, like, four or five yeah. weeks, right? He gets, like, 150 yards receiving. Yeah. Goddard's stepping it up. He's still yeah. got the run game. 
So even with the issues that Philly's had up until this point, they've still they're still five and one, right? Yeah. They yeah. played good teams, and teams are giving them their best shot because they know these guys just came off a Super Bowl loss. They yeah. made it to the final, lost, and now every week everyone's like, "We, you know, this is a matchup for us. We got to yeah. prove to the league that we can beat a team like Philly, right?" So who do you think out of this matchup comes out on top? Oh man, I'm <laughs> probably gonna get roasted for this next week, but <laughs> I would, uh, I would give it to Philly, man. Okay. I was gonna say Miami, so which is fine. I, yeah. I you know, it's like, it's a, a like I could see it on both sides. I just think scoring wise, if Miami's stuck to like we gotta score on these guys, yeah, like I just see them kind of being able to pick up. They got uh, Jeff Wilson's back, they got uh, Mostert, and then those other running backs. Like if one of those two go down, I, like their depth of that position is so good that I think they're gonna be able to kind of maybe outplay. The running backs of I think the game plan is going to be trying to shut down Philly's run game a lot. Yeah, giving these guys uh, Miami just a throw more throwing opportunity. They're going to be just a throwing team, I think, in this one. Which is fair. I totally get that. The reason I'm taking Philly is that Philly's got some guys up front that can get pressure, yeah. right? They can. And obviously, we've seen what happens Carter's with the two and like Tariq's going to yeah. rip it up every game, right? But Philly's one team that has the ability with big guys up front to be able to stop the running game as well, yeah. and then on top of that. Get pressure on, you know, and Tua doesn't do as well when he gets pressure in his face, right? Yeah, so true. if Miami can win the matchup up front, being able to block and protect for Tua, the offense is fine because, yeah. you know, Slay's back, but they still have some injuries on the defense in the yeah. middle too with the linebackers and players like that. Whereas Miami, we know, have struggled all year, yeah. right? So I don't see Miami stopping Philly as much. Yeah. But at the same time, if they can somehow Miami can get some pressure and generate they're it with these guys, to, yeah. they're going to have a good shot. But I think that's where Philly's stronger. They, are. You, they have more guys that can get pressure on the quarterback. Yeah. And those are the kind of plays that mess up with, you know, when the Bills actually beat Miami. Yeah. It's because they're, they're able to get pressure up front and able to make two uh, pure pocket passers. Yeah. The same thing that Miami's got to do, but their yeah. defense isn't as good. Yeah. So, you know, those two matchups, great matchups this really week. Good. Really good. Right? Really I can't good. wait to watch both. And then on the opposite end, <laughs> maybe the worst matchup of the week, but still, you know, we're football like addicts. We're yeah. still going to end still up watching it. We're going to bet some same yeah. game parlays on this too. <laughs> we know it. Uh, Bears versus Raiders. So the backup, <laughs> the battle, the backup. The battle, QBs. the backup. That's going to be that's going to be awesome to see because how often do you get to see two teams that have their backups playing at the same time? Whereas you know sometimes you'll see a matchup where it's a starter versus uh, a backup or like even a backup that was a starter or it could be a starter yeah. against a shitty backup. You got two pretty shitty backups right now that are like one's new, one's super old, kind of going head-to-head -head with teams. And we've got to see a little bit of Hoyer and he did decent. Yep. But on the other end, uh, who's, uh, who is uh, the Chicago Bears uh, backup? What's his name again? Oh, oh he had a weird name. Badgent or something. He's like a 24-year-old uh, rookie on top of that. I think it's like Tyler Badgent. Is my uh, guess right now? I can't remember what the hell his name is. Tyson Badgent. It's yeah. Tyson. Yeah. I was off by a letter. Yeah. So this guy, like last week, you know, he's thrown into a team that's obviously like a run-heavy team with uh, Justin Fields and like all the runners they have back there, even though most of their running backs are down right now. But it was on uh, their quarterbacks have to throw, and like he tried his best, but right away, man, playing interceptions, getting sacked constantly. I think that's going to be a problem for him is just being plunged into the NFL and now having to like, you know, try to run a team Chicago, which is already like <laughs> not that good of a team at the moment. 
still trying to find something to like play got that one win i guess that like kind of yes. helped but it was obviously not with this quarterback no no but and on the other side we got vegas who's like playing pretty consistent <laughs> and it doesn't even matter really which quarterback they have because we know garoppolo is not like a you know super bowl caliber quarterback to be getting them to that they could almost plug and play any quarterback into there and get at least a 50 50 chance of for who the raiders, or raiders. For the, yeah <laughs> i mean we know like Grapple is gonna have his injuries yeah. right like he's 100%. been injury prone every single you so you need a backup plan mm -hmm. and right now the raiders backup plan is brian hoyer who was good like 10 years yeah. ago maybe like he hasn't been good in so long but you know he played good against patriots last week He's playing against a pretty shitty defense from Bears right now, too. Yeah. They're going to give up at least, I think, 20 points. Fuck. Unless the weather yeah. ends up raining or something else yeah. affects the game. True. But, I mean, for a guy like uh, Tyson Badgett, this is his chance to make some serious money. Yeah. Like, if he comes out and he throws, like, 300 yards and a couple of TDs and maybe a pick in there, which he's probably which he threw last game in, like, 12 passes, yeah. I feel like he's going to throw a pick and he's going to get some TDs, but... You know, why not? Like, why look at guys like Brock Purdy when, you know, the, you didn't think anything of these guys and all no. of a sudden out of nowhere an injury happens. Like, it ha I'm not comparing Tom Brady because that's not where I'm going with yeah. this. But guys get injured. Guys come from nowhere to become, like, decent NFL quarterbacks. Some of the quarterbacks yeah. that get picked really high end up sucking. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping that he does well, man. It probably makes the, the decision for the Bears a little bit trickier, too. If this guy, you know, has a really solid game, is he come back and go back to fields? Yeah, yeah, and you're right. Like that's how a lot of careers have taken off, right? Like the f starting quarterback gets, you know, injured, and the guy that's sitting there in the backup role, second string, he comes in, and now he could become the face of them. Like we've seen so many guys come in and replace a guy get injured. We've seen Alex Smith go down, right. who came in behind right. him. There's all these guys that can get an injury, and somebody's just waiting in that line, and you never know like who they are. They could be. You could be one of the top picks or you could be a guy that's Mr. Irre irrelevant and come and become one of the most relevant guys in the league. So when I was <laughs> looking into like the matchup earlier, right? Um, so Badgent is the D, uh, Division Two for NCAA, all-time passing uh, yards leader. Damn. And for the other thing, this is fucked up too. He has the TD record for all divisions across NCAA. Career 159 touchdown passes. This guy knows how to throw touchdowns. Yeah. So he hasn't, like, you know, but he, he was, like, a five-year kind of late starter. Had his, you know, look at... So he obviously, he did decent in the... It was, like, Division Two or whatever. It's yeah. obviously not the same division as, you know, NFL. playing the Alabamas <laughs> yeah. and those teams even. Yeah, but true. At least he, he kind of knew how to put, you know, touchdowns. And who knows? If he has a really solid game, they might keep him. And then he yeah. plays a couple of solid games. You know, worst comes to worst, they might trade him if he plays well right otherwise if he sucks he sucks not, yeah. not like the bears are going anywhere anyways yeah hassan's probably you know he probably best case for him right now is that badge and gum rips it up but they lose the game so yeah. they have a shot yeah, at i'm actually Billings. playing him this week in fact oh <laughs> damn okay we'll see if Meet he picks. him uh, that's a good matchup yeah yeah um so you know for football those are kind of the three matchups to stand up for their own reasons yeah and obviously you know expectation for the rest of the week are going to be crazy we got matchups all over the place, middle of the week. A lot of teams are now just fighting for, obviously, good records. And whatever you can build now, string together as many wins as you can because the end of the season is going to be tough as fuck. Yep. Because we know week 12, 13 rolls in. It's like playoff games almost every game after that because you are you definitely want positioning yep. and Huge wild card fights and all this shit that's going to go down because already we're seeing some crazy teams getting... Uh, 
like alliance and all these that are going to kind of disrupt what was normally happening in these conferences. Dude, did you know? So since 1957, so how many years has that been? 50, well, 60, 66 70. years. No, maybe am I 50 More years than. will be 20, uh, 2007, almost 70 years. Yeah. It's like 66 yeah. years. Yeah. They've had one career franchise playoff victory. It's since 1957. This franchise has won one fucking playoff game in almost 70 years. So if you're like, consider, look how bad, in 70 Damn. years almost, you won Damn. one playoff game. Not one title, not one round, not the one playoff game in 70 That's years gonna be almost. for them, man. So for them to go from that to now potentially right having now. a buy the entire playoffs if yeah. they get that far, yeah. hosting a home playoff game on top of that, right? Fuck. Um, it's going to be huge. I'm looking forward to these next few weeks as well, but, um, you know, we'll move on to some other topics that we have uh, on discussion as well. So, guys, that's the end of this episode. Uh, NFL Fantasy will be on after this one. Peace.